0: Crosswinds family and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Let me give a special shout out to our producer, Elijah Merrill, and our assistant producer, Sheldon Boyce. If you want to learn more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds-related, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. That's crosswinds.church. Well, we're in our fifth out of our five-part series of Fighting the Good Fight podcast. Um, throughout this series, I've been in, in conversation with Elijah Merrill and Ryan Samuels. Thank you both for being in studio for for all five of these episodes. Oh, but then it's a conclusion, uh, one right here as we sort of wrap this up. We've been looking at um, fighting a good fight, which is it consists of staying faithful to Jesus uh, despite trials, tribulations, and difficulties. In other words, it's it's really living. The victorious Christian life: trusting God, no matter what the circumstances, knowing that this life He calls us to is the life. Uh, it's, the, it's the life that we've been created to live in Him. And, and we looked at, you know, four so far out of five things that we can do to fight the good fight well. And, and first and foremost, it's relying on the Holy Spirit understanding that that God is the one who sustains us. He's the one that gives us what we need um, in order to even do the others, right, which is to remain um, committed to Jesus Christ. And he gives us the strength and the, and the guidance and leading, leading to do that, to be sustained by God's Word. It's the Spirit of God that illuminates God's Word and helps us apply it to our lives. Prayer, the Spirit intercedes on our behalf. He's the one that leads us in those prayer times. Well, another thing that we find as we, as we focus on really fighting the good fight, we don't do it alone. We fight the good fight as Christian warriors, if you will, um, with the Lord, of course, but we also do it with other believers. And, and I think about just the importance in this, and the fifth principle is this that we need to live in community with other believers. And, and this is one that perhaps in our day of, of technology where, where we feel like, man, I'm a part of such and such a church. and It could be in another state or another country. It's so important that when we say live in community with other believers, when possible, personally in present mm. community, you know, one-on-one, um, small group, large group, all those type of things. Hebrews 19, 23 25. Says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promises faithful, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So there's all this stuff that we do for one another, but we do it within community, and we do it within within each other's presence. John Wesley uh, he he declared this he said Christianity is essentially a social religion and some people got get hung up on that word religion and we understand it's a relationship and you know uh, people say well religions uh, that word's not found in Scripture. it actually is the book of James by the way um, it is um, it's also found in the Old Testament but anyway with all that said um, what what Wesley is saying is is that 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 Christianity at its core is about a relationship with God and a relationship with others. That's why here at Crosswinds, we say our mission is to know God and make him known. It speaks of our relationship with the Lord and our relationship with one another. And we do life together as believers. It's crucial. Uh, There's no way to encourage one another if you don't have one another to do that with. Um, there's no way to, 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 to really be refined if we're not doing life of other believers. And by the way, that doesn't just mean believers who think like us. It doesn't mean that they're just you know, we're not always hanging around people who are just easy to get along with. Um, it's within the mess of humanity, redeemed humanity, that's what I'm going to call the church, redeemed humanity. It's in the mess of the redeemed humanity that the sacred, sacredness of God is magnified. And God does something beautiful out of what I like to call the church a sacred mess, to be a witness to the world around us. In fact, it's interesting. Jesus said um, when he's talking about our witness as a church, they said that they'll know. People outside the church will know why I came, why Jesus came, because of their love for one another. It doesn't say because they always get along. It doesn't say because they always think the same. It doesn't. It doesn't say because everything's always easy in the midst of that of that messiness that can happen within human relationship. It just means that love dominates it, and so you know we glorify, Our goal is to glorify God even in our disagreement. Our goal is to glorify God even when we mess up and have to go to someone and say, "I am sorry, mm-hmm. I, I I shouldn't have done that." That um, there's something amazing within the community. Of believers. And, and 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 I'll get up my soapbox in a minute, but but here's the thing I want to say, too. The church is the bride of Christ. And I'll have people say, well, man, you know, church is filled with a bunch of hypocrites or filled is this, that, and the other. Look, I, we're messy. I, I'll give you that. If you're looking for the perfect church with perfect people, you're going to have to wait to heaven for that. Um, but you should be a part of a local body of believers who loves Jesus and are committed to living by His Word. And and if you're a part of that, you're a part of something beautiful. That's the bride of Christ. And and I've been hurt by Christians, and as a Christian, I have hurt others uh, and and had to own that. But let me tell you something, God's bride is beautiful. Uh, And and so uh, I I love being a part of God's church. I, I just love it. And I've been in some tough situations. I mean, I one of some. I'll tell you what: six months of the hardest six months of my life was was in a church situation, and people would say, "Man, that was a messed up church." And I go, "No, no, no, that was a beautiful church. Still is today. But there were some messed up people. Um, and, and so it's all it's all understanding that man, God's people are great. I still have great friends from there. I got my son-in-law from that church. And so you know, I mean, I'm thankful for that time just for the things that God has done. And so as we talk about doing life with believers, understand, I know that there's some of you who've been hurt by churches. I know there's some of you who have been hurt by Christians. But I just want to say that God has a plan for you within the fellowship of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And not every church is worthy of being a part of, in the sense that some aren't preaching the Word, some aren't, aren't even trying to pursue the love of Christ. But if you're looking for perfection in people, you're not going to find it. But you can find a place, and I've been a part of it, and I am here at Crosswinds, where people are being perfected by Christ. And there's nothing like being a part of a community like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to step back as we talk about fighting the good fight. And Ryan, I'll start with you. As we start about fighting the good fight and this importance of of, of really living in fellowship, living in community with with other believers, what's that mean to you in fighting the good fight, This this, this being a Christian warrior, if you will?
1: For me <clears throat> I think I just don't want to I just don't want to be <laughs> get in trouble but I won't it's okay. The local church has single-handedly changed my walk with Christ. Um and the reason because of that is because I got to a point and understood that I couldn't do it by myself. Now I, I had a relationship with Jesus and I had a relationship um, with the people around me, but I saw in an instance the importance of the local church. And I had lost that because I came to know Christ through a local church. Um, but when I look back like a year and a half ago, two years ago, I ha- there was a moment where I saw the local church about to slip from my fingers And when I say the local church, I'm talking about being in a body of believers, being around people in a a community of believers. I saw that about to escape from my just everyday life. And in a moment, God revealed to me the importance of the church, of why being a part of something uh, with a body of believers was so important. And what has happened in, in this culture now is what's what's happening is as I'm seeing more and more young people come to this realization I don't know if it has to do with COVID I don't know if it has to do with it now I do say some of the laziness that has come out of COVID with online stuff has kind of put a damper on it but like there's this thought that you can you can here we go is where I'm getting in trouble that you can still be a Bible-believing Christian without attending church. That's hard for me because I've seen the impact that the local church had, and I've I've read what the local church is supposed to be. Body of believers, we're supposed to support one another. We are the arms and the legs and the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. You can't do that by yourself. You can't do that by yourself. Jesus did it in fellowship with other people.
0: And and I'm pointing out too. Not only do we just read a verse that says, "Don't forsake that." Yeah. But also, many of Paul's letters are written to churches. Yes. Or to Timothy, who's a pastor of a church, or Titus, who's yeah. set up to set up leadership within a church. And so I don't know. You said you know I can be a Bible believer, Bible believing believer, right? Yeah. Without being a part of a local church. I don't know. You you could be a believer in Jesus Christ. I don't know if you can be Bible believing because the Bible really points to being in fellowship yes. with the church, as Wesley said. You know, at the at a at a core, the Christian faith is a relational faith, right? Mm-hmm. It's a relational uh, religion where we do life together in the context of church. And and I think you know you talked about COVID, Ryan, and and I think and Elijah, I ask you this. I think even the hierarchy, like we don't like to look at. Any type of authority, right? Yeah. And yet when we look at Scripture, there is some authority that we should be under. And for us, we're part of a denomination. And some people are like, oh, I'm for that. I'm not for that. I'm all for accountability. And there needs to be accountability within the local congregation between Mm -hmm. each other. There needs to be respect for the leadership of a church, there needs to be respect. I have respect for my denominational leaders who keep me accountable and keep us accountable as a church. And so if you're sort of out there doing your own thing, hey, look, you know, we're we're in fellowship, the 10 of us are getting together, or the five of us are getting together, and you're sort of out there floating on your own, there's no accountability, there's no, no structure. And I'm not telling you what the structure needs to look like, because right. I think the Word allows for a variety of the ways that church is expressed. But if you're sort of floating out there on your own, and it's by your choice, I'm not saying you live in a place where Christianity is outlawed, and so that's the way you have to do it. But if you're in a place where it's by choice that you're sort of doing your own thing, hey, we're growing together, my guess is you probably are a little freaky with your faith. (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm just being a little honest. I haven't seen a whole lot of anything that would give me another thought on that, that God's... Kingdom advances better when it's done the way that he spells it out in his word, and the local church
1: is a big part of that. There's two things that I really – that coming now, 10 years in it, that are really – that make me sometimes cringe, which is the thought of church isn't for me. Right. And the thought of the what the term church shopping has become. Yeah. When I first became a Christian, church shopping was a little different. What I feel like it's become now is people are entering into churches, and if they hear or see one thing, one thing that just doesn't, they don't agree with, they're gone. But I'll push even a little more on that.
0: Church shopping today isn't even going to a church. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. And (laughs) I'm not talking about the people who are part of Crosswinds and the first exposure to us is online. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who literally are shopping online for churches in other states. They have no local body of believers. That's my pastor. That's my church. No, that's your your that's your YouTube TV program. Um, Yeah. That, that you're getting something out. out of probably, but it's not your church because you, you got to do life with people. Elijah, what do you think about that? I
2: just, yeah, I feel like... Um, <laughs> we're we're, like, we're and, all and, like... And to be fair, we uh, are talking to
1: people who's, who see and love, so, see the value of the local well, we church. We love the local
0: church. Oh, yeah, we believe yeah. the local church is, is, is God's change agent in the world, right? He yeah. works through
2: his church. I think that there's... We have to be careful in what we think about when it comes to our what what is absolutely key and essential to to our faith to fight this good fight right that's the and yes. i think i don't think it's laid out in god's word yes. how essential the fellowship that you need with your believers in the local church is to fighting that good fight everything else outside of that is supplementive. It's 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 things that can be good. It's those it's those podcasts, it's things like that that are are incredible resources. They are all meant and should just supplement and and help to add and further what is happening to the core of what is to the core of your faith, you know? And when we look at things that are core your, your fellowship with local believers, that is absolutely Part of it, and you need, and you
0: just. How about this one, Elijah? You know, I've heard people say, "Well, you know, the Bible doesn't really talk about organized religion, and if it means specific denominations or specific name titles, okay, but you know, we're going to get ready this fall to, to kick into the series on Titus, and when this is released, we might be in that series. I don't know, but um, the series on Titus, which is a book where Paul directs one of his young proteges, Titus to organize religion, to, yeah. to, to set up leadership, pastors, mm-hmm. to make sure that these local congregations on Crete are organized and, mm-hmm. and are, are are organized and in um and being the church that God called them to be biblically, right? And it's all a book about organizational mm-hmm. church. And so I, I just, I, it blows my mind when someone says, well, you know, there's no organized church in the Bible. I say, except for the whole Bible yeah. it is all about God's organized church. And so what are, what are you talking about? You know, it seems to me like, you know, while well, I'm a free spirit, what well, sounds to me like you're a selfish spirit, yep. um, that God wants you to be with other believers in the context of a local body. So that you can grow and that you can... As iron sharpens iron, man, sometimes I just yep. need people to go, yeah, I don't know if you're seeing that right. Or, ah, you know, Craig, you need to work on that. It's not just about cheering me on. It's also about making sure that I'm living the life that God's calling
1: me to live. And that yeah. happens in the context of the body. And, we, and I'm going to jump in because I know you say it a lot, Craig, but I'm going to say it as someone who is not Craig. <clears throat> <laughs> because I do... I'm I'm counting more and more people that share this thought, but for you should have one pastor. <laughs> and I really it's I know it's hard, but a lot of people are gonna push back on that. And and give it
0: now, and at Crosswinds, we have a team of pastors. Yes,
1: hundred percent. But we have
0: one pastoral team. Correct. We have yes, as as I'm the lead pastor. But we have a pastoral team.
1: Yes. And So there's more and more people, and we have talked about so I highly encourage going to listen to the other podcasts that we've talked about because we brought this up before. But in this in-depth thing is you cannot – that's a very strong word, but your pastor or pastors shouldn't – if you're in New York, shouldn't be in Texas. They shouldn't be in California Um, because when you go to Scripture and you really understand what pastoral stuff means and shepherding, there's a relationship there. (laughs) And if you encounter this thought of like, oh, uh, what you're watching on the YouTube live stream or this other church's live stream, and I don't want to keep pastoring it, but Mm – and we're not telling you not to watch. We're not it. telling you not to watch it, but if, we
0: all listen to other preachers. We if, all we if, all we all are as
1: pastors, we yes. want to learn from other churches. Yes. But if the lo- your local church is not what you deem to be your pastoral group,
0: you're probably a little weird, right? It's I mean, got, just, I, mean I know it's going to upset people, but I know it's going to—it's going to really but, but, upset but, but, some and people. And I don't mean you're weird. Like, I'm not being mean. I mean your theology is weird. You're, you're there's, there's something that's disconnect. You know, you know. Uh, my guess is you're going through a difficult time, and, and and you don't have people around you. Yes, you know, and you're like, why is that? Or, or. You're in a conversation with other people from your from your body of Christ, that local body of Christ, and you're like, you know, man, I'm so excited that we're in this series and this is where we're going. You're like, I'm not even I have not I haven't, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And There's you know? no
1: such thing as Christianity without the local body.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. There's with that. not. Yeah, not good, not healthy, not yeah. not biblical.
1: And if it is, well, you did what we talked about a couple episodes ago, which is you've formulated and picked, yeah, something. And now you're applying it to Scripture. Well, if you take it from Scripture and then apply it out, you'll realize that the local body is key to this foundation of fighting this good fight. It is because you can't do it alone. You you have pastors. You have fellow believers. You're praying for one another. You're You're serving together. Serving together. You're Mm -hmm. in God's Word with one another. Everything that we've talked about in this series— Done together too. Yeah. It's not, and we may have talked about it in what does it look like in your life or right. our but life. But it's not in
0: isolation from other believers. But we
1: have done all of this in accordance and right beside other people. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, this this one is the big one, is a big one for me because I, I encounter a lot of people who now are moving into this thought of church isn't for me.
0: Yeah. We're the fight, to, the good fight, arm in arm. With fellow believers. Yep. And that can't happen. I mean, look, I I get I have friends all over the country. I literally have friends in different parts of the world that are that are very vital to my walk with Christ. But but there's nothing like being able to be face to face with a believer when mm-hmm. when when we're fighting a good fight together. And and that is just necessary. And you know, you see that. Like I've been on the mission field, you know, and and I think it, the first time I, it really hit me was in Honduras, and I'm sitting there, and here's here's missionaries from different organizations. There's like a handful. There's like eight of them, and, and they're 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 all from different denominations, different mission organizations, but they're one on the mission field. Yeah, like they're doing life together. They're they're praying together. They're serving together. You know, and, and um, they are the church, right? They, they, and you say, well, there's only eight, but that's all they had. And, and then um, there were some churches that were being planted, and, and those churches were doing stuff together, even though they weren't from the same denomination or same mission. Thing, because, man, they knew the importance yeah. in this city that was very unreached with the gospel uh, of being the local church and doing life together. And I, I think because of just churches on every corner in America, because of... All yep. the access we have there, we lose the fact that one of the greatest things that happens, like I'll take a Sunday morning gathering. One of the greatest things that happens on a Sunday morning, it isn't the preaching, isn't the worst. All that stuff's important when we're putting God's glory on yep. display. Don't 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 misunderstand. That is important. God calls us to do those things. It's being together. Yes. You never know how God's going to use you to pray for mm. somebody, encourage mm. somebody. Or for you to be prayed for and encouraged, or just to be reminded you're not alone, or to be a witness, a bigger witness yeah. for the for the outside community who's checking it out.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a part of it. Is it the most important part of your spiritual walk? It's not. Your most important part of your spiritual walk is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It, it's a time alone with him. Then it's your time with your with maybe one other person or two in a small yeah. group. All that's important. But the large gathering is
1: important. The 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 local body is important. And I think we really got a glimpse of <clears throat> coming out of well, being not coming out of being in COVID, in yeah. the midst of COVID. I know I can speak for each person around this table. We it was in a realm where the the local gathering was taken away from us. Um, right. We didn't cease to be the church. Correct. We didn't but cease cease to, be, the to be able to have those gatherings. And I'll now explain speak for my own self is there was such a hole missing from my my walk. Um yeah, no. There was something that was missing. Um I still remember one of the best times I've ever been able to be a part of a body of believers worshiping together was coming out of COVID for that first yeah. time. Um and it was because and maybe
0: that was a gift. Yeah. Maybe that's a gift. Maybe the fact that, that we had a few months where that wasn't able to happen mm-hmm. was a gift. and that I just people don't often see it as a gift. yeah but it was a gift for us to, to realize how, how precious is it when we get mm-hmm. together and to understand that there's people in parts of the world that can't gather that
1: can't and I think that was I think that is was the big key for me is is realizing that what we were in for a few months, yeah. was it, our people's reality. and I was like, holy smokes like and it did it gave us an attitude of like mm-hmm. we we get to do this freely to do this um and people don't get that now i've never been in a situation where that has been something that was stripped away from maybe because of persecution or anything like that but law law yeah. but that whole idea of you know i think a lot of us in that moment were like holy smokes like this we like this is something that was so integral to a part of of fighting the fight. It was a lot harder to fight that fight when that wasn't a thing. Uh when, you know, um, I'm thankful to be uh, that I was in a house that that Jesus still, you know, existed and still um, in fellowship, yeah. In fellowship. But, you know, but there's a couple responses coming out of COVID that people had is either they did get to the point where they're like oh I can be at church online all the time 24/7 or there was that excitement to get back yeah. into it. And so
0: Yeah, one of the things I do appreciate is is the fact that our online community grew. Yeah. And and it's definitely meeting the needs of people who perhaps can't come or you know they're working on Sunday morning or or they're yeah. they're they're homebound or 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 all those things. I love the fact that people can, you know, it's scary to come into a new church. I love mm-hmm. the fact that people can check us out and uh, then come. You know, I hear a lot of people who will say, you know, coming across one say, hey, look, I, I, I've been coming sort of, kind of, for three months, and then this is my first time actually on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thankful for that. I really am. Um, and we're putting more and more emphasis into our online community because we know that that's, that's an important community. But there's nothing like being together. Uh, you just can't substitute that. Mm-hmm. And, and we
1: will share those that are on our online community. For those who can are able to be here Sunday mornings, you're just you're just staying. We home. encourage you to. We encourage yeah. you. We think that that we really do think that that next there's step value. is to just check us out. Just come on campus because you've heard our voices. Yeah. And you may have even seen us. Yeah. But there's there is that moment of. Being a part of something bigger than just what you're seeing on a screen, so I do encourage check us out. Oh my goodness, please,
0: Elijahs, give give us the last word. We'll go around the table. Last word as we as we sort of wrap up, not just this topic on on the importance of the body of mm-hmm. believers, but just as we wrap up for for this five part series, uh, fighting the good fight.
2: I think it's important. I mean we've we've been saying it every single episode is to is to take. It's to take what you hear and to go into God's word. And we say that because of how much, how strongly we believe in the truth of God's word and what Mm -hmm. it says. And when it gets down to this topic, it, it just gets down to that, the fact that it's so clearly labeled, it's so clearly laid out in scripture that of iron sharpening iron and that community. And you're not going to get that with just listening to something. You're not gonna get that from just reading something. And there's an element to that, that again, of how we were designed to be relational is you are missing a core piece of how you were designed. If you are, like we said in the beginning, if you're in the position of your choosing not to be part of a community that is available to you to be a part of, you're missing a key element of how you were designed to live. Mm. And I just I encourage you if because there's a recognition that if you're listening to this podcast you might not be down the road from Crosswinds, but you you are down the road from hopefully a community that you can get into and we can and help not, you find that. Let us know
0: that. and we'll start one okay. in your community.
2: We would love to help you find <laughs> where that is at, and yeah. um, because I it's. <clears throat> If you are near Crosswinds, please, please come check us out. We would love to meet you in person. If you're not, we'd love to help you find where you can get that. Like I said, if there just happens not to be
0: one in your Mm -hmm. community, uh, we'd be more than happy to to help you uh, help us
1: uh, establish one for you. (laughs) Um, My final thought is we just – whenever this airs, back in July, we had the privilege to take a bunch of students to – um, NTS camp, which NTS camp is an amazing camp. But it is it is five days where you are in constant community uh, with one another. And we, there was a moment there that is something that I've never experienced before. But the the leader of the camp, uh, our director, Arianna Eckert, she said something that was so amazing that – really made me take a step back and listen. We had a moment where we were all together worshiping God, and people's lives were changing and there was moments and she said that there's a few times where heaven seems so close to earth, where it feels like you can reach out and just touch it. And it was in that moment that I realized that all of eternity we are going to be together worshiping our Lord and Savior. As a community. And it was in that moment that I realized that the local church, or this moment that we get to spend with each other as a body, as a community of believers worshiping, uh, that we get to have the privilege to do every Sunday, and sometimes a couple times, but that's some of the closest that we get to glimpse. Of what eternity might be like, would be like in paradise with with Jesus, of just this constant attitude of being together in worship, worshiping our Lord and Savior. And so I would say, like, if you're like, if you're like, I don't know if church is for me, I, one, I'd encourage you to go read Scripture. But two, we are designed for eternity to do this as yeah. believers. Yeah, We're going good. to be doing this good for word. eternity. Um, good word. And I love, I love that. I love the fact that I get to experience this. And I think it's
0: so. part of it, right, is, is we're yeah. passionate about this. Yeah, and, and we are so passionate about it. We, we, we would just love for you know <laughs> yeah. everyone to be as passionate. As we get. We're just passionate about this. Just
1: read the Bible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, really, when we boil it all down, uh, we fight the good fight, You know, as we've been saying in this series, by relying on the power of the Holy Spirit, remaining committed uh, to Jesus, being sustained by his word and prayer, and living in community with other believers. And if there's any way we can help you do that, uh, reach out to us. Uh, You can learn more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds related by going to crosswinds.church. Again, crosswinds.church. And I hope you uh, join us next week as we continue in our podcast journey together. Uh, But for now, as always, uh, thanks for letting us invade your space. Uh, Be blessed and bless others.